When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the hardcore. Clay Thompson came off the bench for the first time since 2012, his rookie year, and had 35 points to lead the Warriors over the Jazz, 140-137. Golden State has now on six of their past seven games. Here's Clay on coming off the bench. I embraced it before tip, and uh, I mean, I deserved it, really. I didn't, didn't respond to the not playing at the end of the game well last night. I kind of took it out on the assistant coaches, and I apologized to those guys before the game. And I think that really let uh, my guard down and let me just be myself out there. The moment you worry about what people say or what headlines will be written about being benched or the streak being broken is when you go out there and you don't play with that love, that compassion for your teammates, and that freedom that has got me to this point. So uh, I realized that I didn't want to go to All-Star break on a sour note, and have my best game of the season. Thompson put up a season high in points and field goals, but it snapped a streak of 727 starts, which was the fourth longest active streak in the NBA. Wow, he put on a show. Uh, Stephen A., tell me this. Are you confident Clay will thrive off the bench? Yes, I am, because I believe in Clay, and um, but he's not out of the woods. And here's what I mean by that. I'm just talking about this one game where he had 35 points last night. Yeah, it was his best game of the season. I didn't like seeing him say that. Do you know why, Molly, Tim, Wendy? Hi. Because he went 0 for 4 over 10 minutes in the fourth quarter. The issue for him has been primarily the fourth quarter that has been alarming to everybody. Certainly the 41% shooting from the field, the 37% shooting from three-point range. As low as that is, it's low for him. Most teams would love a 37% shooter from three-point range in the NBA. I'm telling you right now, that Clay Thompson that we've been saying and we've been lamenting has struggled, about 25 to 27 other teams would want that brother on their squad at that pace because that's how gifted of a marksman he truly, truly is. We're talking about one of the greatest shooters in the history of the league, okay? And so what I want a guy like Clay Thompson to hear is two things. Number one, don't try to, don't try to get over, bro. Ain't nobody telling you, ain't nobody saying that Klay Thompson can't play. Ain't nobody saying that Klay Thompson isn't a future Hall of Famer. Ain't nobody saying that Klay Thompson is not one of the greatest shooters this game has ever known. I'm talking to one in Tim Legler right here. You know what I'm saying is true, Tim. What we're saying is you haven't measured up to a standard you spoiled us with over the course of your career before you got injured. Klay Thompson. It doesn't shoot less than 40% from three-point range. Klay Thompson's the one that beat Steph Curry in a three-point shooting contest. Klay Thompson's the one that scored 60 in the game. Klay Thompson's the one that scored 37 points in a quarter. This is who we know him to be. So the measuring stick is you. It's not that, oh, my God, you can't play anymore. You don't belong in the NBA anymore. No, it's you. What we've grown accustomed to seeing you do. And when you go in a fourth quarter, even in the midst of a 35-point explosion on 59% shooting over the first three quarters— you shot 0 for 4 
in the fourth quarter over 10 minutes. That's not what Clay does. Clay is usually the dude that closes. Remember when Steph Curry was in Oklahoma, when played against Oklahoma City, and he had the big time game, the big time shot, and all this stuff. Remember when they were down three two or three one rather, and they had to come back and they went into Game Six. It was Clay that dropped forty one, not Steph Curry. So the standard is simply one you've established, and I think it's important to remind Clay of that. There ain't naysayers out there saying you can't play anymore. You don't belong in the NBA. You still can't make a major contribution. Most teams wouldn't be honored to have you. What they're saying is we are accustomed to seeing you here because you are at a level as a marksman that very few people on the planet have ever, can ever, or will ever touch. That is the narrative that he's battling right now. And he needs to understand that. You know, this is like watching a, a movie play out in real time, guys, because we are seeing uh, sort of fascinating moments in a Hall of Famer's career, and he's giving us these raw interviews uh, after these games and having these things play out right in front of us. We're watching a guy go through a very challenging transition, um, and he's you know, struggling. A couple of weeks ago, he was in Brooklyn and he got benched down the stretch and he was, I thought, on the verge of tears at the end of the game, talking about how difficult it was in the, in the post-game locker room. Um, two nights ago, when they played the Clippers, he made a colossal mental mistake, committing a foul in the, in the final minute that dramatically changed the end of the game that Steve Kerr absolutely couldn't believe he made the mistake. He almost fell over onto the ground when he saw Clay right in front of the bench make this air on this foul. Um, Clay is openly admitting he has snapped at the assistant coaches. Um, and then you see him respond to a benching. And Stephen A., you're right. Like Ultimately, if this team's going to do anything and there's huge pressure on this team and he's making over $40 million, ultimately, he's just got to be better, bottom line. But I'm just wrapped up in the unfolding drama that we're seeing. And so he responds to this benching with... Uh, a great game. And it wasn't a good finish, but it was a great game on the second night of a back-to-back and a tough place to play in Utah. And also, I just want to point something out. We have really gotten to see Steve Kerr do some real coaching with his sleeves rolled up with this Clay Thompson situation and this team. And I want to point out that Kerr won his 500th regular season game last night. So congratulations to him. He's had an amazing career. Stephen A., remember he turned down the Knicks job? What would have happened if he took that Knicks yes. job for Phil Jackson? That's a, another story for another well, show. I, but I'm going to say he, he we've have been watched Stephen A. Or we've watched Steve Kerr. <laughs> we've watched Steve Kerr with, with this team find a way. And he's playing these younger guys. And he's, he's been able to get Kaminga going. And this change with Clay was to put Brandon Pajemski. This guy was picked in the teens. They thought this guy would maybe be a backup his rookie year. He's been developed by the Warriors into being a starter. So this is a fascinating thing that Clay is now, just a part of. Look, I, I want to say first of all, Tim. everything you heard out of Clay Thompson when we just showed those two sound bites is why I love Clay Thompson. Because we can't just gloss over overstate how difficult this must be for him mentally to use the word he used, embrace this situation. And by the way, you can't go out there and thrive or do your job or help your team or play at your highest level unless mentally you are accepting of the situation, right? And, and it's a very tough thing for guys to come to terms with. So they did it. I think it was necessary to do it. I think what it did was 
it allowed them to unlock him and unleash him a little bit. I don't know if this is permanent, but they needed something for to get Clay Thompson going. And what this allowed them to do is get away from the narrative at the start of the game of is Clay going to get going? Is you know getting Clay shots at the start of the game when maybe he's not really feeling confident enough to make shots at that time. You got away from that narrative. You put Pajemski in there, it's a different flow. He's very confident right now and he's a playmaker. The ball hops when he's on the floor. So I think the flow for the team is better early. And now you go to Clay Thompson coming off the bench and he knows exactly what he's coming in there to do. And he will be the focal point when he steps on the court and it allowed him to play free of mind as he described it and I know what that's like as a shooter when there's no inhibition there's no interruption in the process it's all muscle memory that is what Clay Thompson looked like last night that is what he looks like at his best and it was important for the team to do it and probably here for the short term this is something that's going to continue I don't know if that's going to be permanent a lot of that's going to depend on how Clay plays during this stretch how the first unit plays if they play well and they flow and they win games and Clay is playing well in this role off the bench, is could continue the rest of the season. So we don't know that yet. But what I do know was this was important to try, and it was a very difficult thing for Clay Thompson to wrap his head around, but he did it. And he took the right approach, and as a result, he thrived, even though, like you said, Stephen, he didn't play great in the fourth quarter. But more importantly, that looked like Clay Thompson at his best, and that is something we have rarely seen this year. Well, one thing, a couple of things that I want to say. First of all, you know, Steve Kerr, um, he can be a bit sanctimonious and self-righteous at times, Wendy, in my opinion. Uh, But he's an incredible man. He's an incredible coach. And he's I I think him, guys, Tim, Wendy, I, I believe him to be one of the top five coaches in the history of the game. I don't think that we can summarily dismiss that, number one. Number two, I think Pajemski and his development is a big, big plus. But more than that, Kerr's willingness to play him because we've been waiting for the Moody's and Kamingas of the world for years. And we're now seeing Kaminga get some shine. But we actually thought it was going to be earlier. And, and as a result, you know, you're wearing down some of those stars, uh, asking a bit too much of the Stephs and the Clays of the world. It hasn't affected Steph. But one could argue it affected Clay because Clay's been injured and he hasn't been himself since. I would ask this question, Tim, by ending this. Clay Thompson is shooting an NBA worst 27% in clutch time this season. Clutch time, for those of you who don't know, within five points, within the last five minutes or so, 27%, which is an NBA worst which we have never associated with them. I obviously cover basketball, so I have an idea what the answer is. I'm sure Wendy has an idea what the answer is. But I think the audience needs to hear from you, Tim Legler. How is it and why is it that Klay Thompson can go out there and drop 35 points over the first three quarters? Um, In a tight game, by the way, they won 140 to 137. But in clutch time, not necessarily so. Can you tell us why? Yeah, look, and I've said this about Klay Thompson for a while, and I think this actually works against him in those situations right now while he's been struggling and trying to find his way back. I don't think there's a guy in a league that has more pride that he overtly wears on his sleeves the way Klay Thompson does. My point being, he wants it so bad, Stephen A., that he squeezes the ball too tight in those moments because he wants to constantly remind people he is who he is. And as a result, you can't shoot a basketball 
when you're squeezing it that tight, when you want it that badly. It's not – it has to be a relaxed motion. It has to be a confident motion. And I think with Clay Thompson, there's been too much thought process in those moments, trying to get back to that level and have that big answer and hit the big shot and be adored and celebrated the way we've seen him so many times throughout his career. When he's been struggling the way he has, those moments become even harder for Clay Thompson because that's ultimately what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. Those moments that define games. And I think Clay Thompson's own pride and like how bad he wants it works against him in those moments because he's not in a relaxed state because he wants it so badly to happen for himself. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't, okay, it's clutch time, so they press up on you defensively in ways they don't do earlier on in the game, and as a result, you have a difficult time getting your shot off, particularly uncontested, in a manner that usually you can get it off early in the game because those were some of the things they were alluding to about Klay Thompson last year, Tim. That's yep. why I asked the question, and I thought you were the perfect person to answer. If we watched all of his fourth-quarter shots together, and I watched the Warriors probably as much as any team in the league, if not mm-hmm. more, I think you would see he's gotten some quality looks that aren't going in that normally do. And I think that becomes something that's more between his ears than anything else in what's going on in the moment. But you felt like it was a statement last night? No question. That was so important for the Warriors and important yeah. for Clay Thompson. By the way, two games ago, he lit the Jazz up again. Mm-hmm. He played really well against yes. them. So there's, there's something to be said. Maybe he's very comfortable against the Jazz. Yeah. Let's see what happens coming out of the break if this did something for him. I, I just thought it was amazing the way that he accepted something like that that you know is difficult for a guy on this level. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. And here she is. Hey, Mina. How we doing? Good to see you. It's great to have you in Vegas, freezing on that set with us. Good morning. Uh, Mina, we're having a really good time today. In case you don't know what's going on, I just tell you to refer to Adam Schefter's just updating on Stephen A's status if you need the details. Um, Let's get into a quick take, though, Mina. I got one for you here (laughs) real quick. Uh, Chiefs cornerback Legereus Sneed is ready for a new contract. He's hoping it's with KC telling GM, pay me. That's what I've got to say. Pay me. 
on the Up and Adam show yesterday. Uh, Mina, what should be the Chiefs' biggest priority this offseason? This is tricky because Darius Sneed was fantastic last year. I voted for him for all pro. But if I was the Chiefs, I would still prioritize Chris Jones over him, not through any fault of Sneed, but because this team has been very good at drafting and developing corners. You remember they said goodbye to Traverius Ward, who was amazing in San Francisco. Whereas up front, uh, time and time again, we've seen they need Chris Jones to be that closer on the defensive line, which was what he was in the postseason. If they can keep them both, that would be fantastic. I just think it's going to be hard because both of these defensive players will command top-of-the-market salaries. And if it comes to that, I would lean towards prioritizing Chris Jones over Snead. Steve, you you definitely got to do that. You can't can't prioritize anybody over Chris Jones. You definitely got to do that. But if you can keep both, keep both. And even if you have to sacrifice things offensively, that's what you have to do. I would hope they would get an additional weapon for Patrick Mahomes. But keeping Snead and Chris Jones should be the priority, without question. Absolutely. Uh, Sticking with the Chiefs, guys, Kansas City has the second-best odds to win the Super Bowl for a third straight time. The Niners are the current favorite to win the title. Stephen A., which team do you feel like is the biggest hurdle for a Kansas City three-peat, which obviously would be historic? Honestly speaking, I think it's the Cincinnati Bengals because of Joe Burrow. A healthy Joe Burrow with Chase and Higgins and Boyds and the crew. I, I can't underestimate them, uh, Amina. I've watched Joe Burrow get the Cincinnati Bengals to a Super Bowl. I got, I watched him get them the back-to-back AFC Championship games. This dude is no joke. Patrick Mahomes has two postseason losses in his career. One is to a seven-time champion in Tom Brady. The other is to Joe Burrow, and that is it, and that is it. And when Joe Burrow is healthy, who can he not be? When Joe Burrow is healthy, who do the Cincinnati Bengals look like? I mean, if you look at this team, okay, without him, there are teams squeezing into the playoffs or not making it, being good enough to make it. With him, they're a title contender and one of the top four teams in the National Football League. That's just how they perform, and that's why I say him. Because, again, if he's healthy, I believe Joe Burrow is a game changer. Well, you said if Burrow's healthy, who can they not be? The Baltimore Ravens. I believe we've seen that time and time again because football is about more than the quarterback. You know that, Stephen A. If it was just about the quarterback, I might be on Cincinnati with you because I think Burrow is obviously fantastic and we've seen him go you know, toe-to-toe with Mahomes at points. But the Cincinnati Bengals... Team-wide, when you look at their entire roster, I would put them behind both the Ravens in the AFC and then the San Francisco 49ers in the AFC as being a bigger threat to Kansas City. Um, you talked about the weapons. It's going to be hard to bring all three of those wide receivers back. Uh, Tyler Boyd's a free agent. I-, I think it's possible that they franchise tag Higgins, but that will make it hard to fill out the rest of the roster, and that's where you really run into trouble with this team. So last season, put away the quarterbacks. Last season, the Baltimore Ravens finished second in defensive EPA per play. The San Francisco 49ers, who just fired the defensive coordinator, finished sixth. The Cincinnati Bengals finished 25th. And I don't see a, a, a very clear path to improvement because of what I mentioned in terms of the rest of their roster. So I'm looking at these teams as complete rosters when I think about who can threaten Kansas City. And when you look at both sides of the football, as much as I love Joe Burrow, as much as I fear him, I think both the Ravens and the 49ers are more complete teams. 
Well, you could say that more complete teams. I mean, Cincinnati did beat them in the playoffs, even though Lamar Jackson wasn't wasn't quarterbacking that football game because he was injured. But the way he's looked in the AFC title game, the way he's looked in playoff games prior to this particular AFC title game, one could argue that, you know what, it would have been, wouldn't have been any different whatsoever. I'm not saying that Baltimore hasn't had its way for the most part with Cincinnati, but Burrow can beat Baltimore. And I'm just saying to me, when I look at the Kansas City Chiefs and some of the, uh, you know, the liabilities per se that they had on the offensive side of the football, Patrick Holmes is still able to overcome that. I view Burrow much in the same light. He's able to overcome a lot that you could easily point to Cincinnati lacking. And I think that's the difference in it all. I'm not saying that it will happen because they've lost to Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City as well. I'm just saying he's the one guy that shows me he can walk up behind center with Patrick Mahomes on the opposite side of the field and be completely unfazed and still go out there and do his thing and make things significantly nervous for the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. That's all I'm saying. Guys, if if Patrick Mahomes went out in the Chiefs and they did three-peat next year, would he officially be the GOAT and have surpassed Tom Brady, even though the ring count is, you know, still at a deficit? What do you think, Mina? The way I view it, well, is when we, we talk about GOAT, if you're thinking about who's the most accomplished quarterback, no, you can't say that about Patrick Mahomes. He has to match him. If you're thinking about who is the best quarterback, who's the most talented quarterback I've ever seen, then I would put Patrick Mahomes there. And I would put him above Aaron Rodgers, who I actually viewed as being the most talented quarterback I had ever seen. Um, I would also say this. Given his age, given how long Tom Brady went between those two Super Bowl runs, I would not doubt Patrick Mahomes' ability to get there, too, especially if he gets to four. So, I mean, listen, listen, Patrick Mahomes, when you think about what he's accomplished, here's where I say you have to give him the edge. To have three Super Bowl titles in his six years, to have been to four Super Bowls, to have been to an AFC title game all six years, that's right there. We saw Tom Brady capture three titles in four years, too. What did he then do? Go the next decade without winning a Super Bowl. If Patrick Mahomes says, no, that's not me. And within the next year or two brings another Super Bowl, that changes a lot of things. Mm. It really, really does. And that's why I say that even though there's a actual numbers deficit, yeah. you gotta give you 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 gotta give him that edge because of of how miraculous of a start he's had to his career. We shall see. We know that storyline's not going anywhere, folks. And Mina isn't either. She'll be back in just a bit. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. 
Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. What a moment. Now Clark has her eyes on Pete Maravich's record of 3,667 points, which is the most in Division I history in both women's and men's. At her current scoring average, Clark would pass Maravich in Iowa's final game between the Big Ten tournament at home against Ohio State on March 3rd. Stephen A., uh, you've had the opportunity to meet Caitlin and, and work with her, obviously, at an event together. I think you've met her on a couple occasions. What does she mean to women's sports? Um, I just think that she's elevating the profile of women's sports in a way that most women should deeply, deeply, deeply appreciate. Um, she's a phenomenal player. She's a phenomenal shooter. I call her the Steph Curry of women's basketball. I've been calling her that since last year. And to, to speak to her, to be around her, she's got charisma. She's got style. She's got bravado. She's got class. She's smart as hell. Um, you know, communicates her thoughts very, very well. She is so incredibly marketable that what she is doing on the collegiate level, her coming into the NBA and the WNBA, you could just feel. I don't want to use the word resentment at all because it's 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 not fair to women basketball players out there who may have critiqued her. But what I'm saying is, is that when you're talking about her greatness, it is perfectly okay for those who have been great to say, okay, let's see what you've got. And Caitlin Clark is going to have to do that. What I'm saying is she is going to magnetize the basketball world on women's basketball in ways that it hasn't happened already. We thought Ionesca was going to do it. We've seen swoops and, 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 and you know, uh, Candace Parker and Cynthia Cooper and others and Lisa Leslie. You know, we've seen so many great female players. They, you know, Della Don and all of them. They've been fantastic. But I have not seen anyone in women's basketball that's more marketable than what's coming. I didn't say what's here. I didn't say what's happening. I said what's coming because you're at Iowa. Remember, LSU beat them for the national championship, but we're still talking about her. And who's to say they ain't going to lose again and not win the championship? We're still talking about her. Remember, when Bird and Magic, as phenomenal as they were, the champions that they were, there came a point where despite the greatness of them as individuals and the greatness of their teams collectively with the Hall of Famers they were playing with, we were still talking about Jordan before he won the title, Tim. Am I lying? Wendy, am I lying? We were talking about him. When's his time? When's his time? Because we were clamoring for it. And I'm telling you, that's what people, when it comes to women's basketball, are going to be doing with Caitlin Clark, especially if she ends up delivering a national title this year. Caitlin Clark is coming. I've seen her in person. I've seen her play. And I've watched her speak. And I've watched this crowd magnetize itself towards her, gravitate to her. She's something special. And I think that she is going to be special on the next level, too.
Yeah, I, listen, I agree with you 100%, Stephen A. Look, for me, when I look at Caitlin Clark, the first thing I, I look at is I say, well, what she's doing right now is, is creating something that a, a generation of young players are going to try to emulate. I think Steph Curry had the same effect, and I was coaching you know, in the AAU circuit during that time, and I was seeing the effect that he was having on the way guys prepared what they were doing to get better, working on her handle, working on her shooting range, working on the sidestep, the step back, all of those things. And I think Caitlin Clark can have that same effect. Because I personally have never seen you know, a women's player that can shoot the ball from these distances off the bounce as accurately and effectively as she can. It never looks like a bad shot. And, and it's crazy to say, even the one she pulled last night to break the record, that's a 35-foot shot that she's pulling up out of the backcourt off the dribble um, to go for that record. So from a skill standpoint, she's creating something now that it's opened up, it's broken through a barrier in the way that young players are going to see like what the limitations are. So that's first. Secondly, I'm going to say this. I think she's transcended something. She's crossed over now into a, a territory, and I said this earlier. She, for me is one of the most entertaining basketball players I've ever seen, period. Yeah. Regardless of gender. And I, and I literally said I'd put her in my top five. I could watch Caitlin Clark play seven nights a week wow. and never get tired of it. That's how entertaining she is to me. I put her in that category for me to watch a Steph Curry, to watch a Michael Jordan, right? to watch a Larry Bird who was like the guy that changed my life in terms of what I wanted to do. I'm looking at Caitlin Clark just from an entertainment standpoint. I'm like this. Caitlin Clark playing tonight? I'm asking this question now on off days. Like, does Iowa play tonight? Because I need to see that. Um, I was the only person that had that game on in my iPad last night on the train watching this game on Peacock, right? Because I'm like, I need to see this moment. So that, to me, is what she has done. She's now entered a totally different category just in terms of must CTV. That's huge praise, obviously, coming from you. I would just avoid using the word crossover. It's a little bit of like a trigger word oh, here we go. on the show. So here we just, go. Is that triggering? Yeah, don't use the word uh, crossover. Go ahead, go ahead with the lies. Go ahead with the lies. Wendy? Guys, uh, Caitlin Clark is the right person at an amazing time for women's sports. I live in Omaha, Nebraska very close to the University of Iowa. I can't tell you what sort of megastar that Caitlin Clark is in this part of the country. And I also want to tell you that last fall, they got 80,000 people at a volleyball, a women's volleyball game in Nebraska. Women's sports is exploding. The ratings show it. The networks are seeing it. You're seeing women's sporting events. And I'm talking about volleyball on Fox and ABC. And Caitlin Clark is at the head of it. And there's going to be more. There's more great players coming behind her. So I suggest if you're a sports fan and you haven't discovered the growing power of women's sports, do yourself a favor. Make it a part. Make it something you want to check out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm just going to jump in here real quick. So obviously, uh, Stephen A., I just want to mention this. We saw that Mad Dog resigned Shannon Sharp. We're so grateful for everybody that's a part of the show. All of you guys, Wendy, Tim, everyone. So pumped that Mad Dog's going to be staying with us and all Shannon Sharp as well. Thank you, all of y'all. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes the show so great is having all the different voices and everybody's so talented. Uh, and Shannon Sharp had a, a little video he wanted to send in on another subject, though, Stephen A. So he's, he's clearly ready for NBA season. I saw you, Stephen A. I saw you earlier today. You had your little Shaq Gnosis sweatsuit on, reverberating all over the place, hurting people's eyes. They thought they was in a, 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 a 3D movie. I got something for you. 
We're going to beat the brakes off you. Because this is not a debate. This is not a conversation. This is skill versus skill. My coaching skills versus your coaching skills. Now, I, they, I know they gave oh, you the advantage. ESPN gave you the advantage. They don't want me to come in, you know, six months in and show you up. I understand that. But oh, you please. know. <laughs> you call your boy uh, little baby Dean Smith. Now, what did you call me, Coach Smith? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I got something for you. I got something for you. And guess what? It's not fluid. It's not, not fluid. I reserve this one for you. This one's for you. I don't want nobody else to get it. And I hate that I got to do it to another HBCU brother. I really hate that. I love that I get to put it on you. It don't matter. He don't have a chance. They should have never came to Indy. They should have never came to Indy. They in trouble, bro. I mean, let me tell you something right now. Shannon Sharp been behind the scenes. He been trying. Listen, he got Micah Parsons on his squad. He's got a couple of other people. I think that, I, I think it's in the Natasha Cloud. He's got her on the squad. He's got a couple of people. It's no doubt about it. But I don't. I don't scout at them. He's in trouble. You know, they showed up yesterday trying to prepare me in the field, calling himself in the film room. He can't help them. He can't help them. I'm just trying to tell you right now. What's Shannon gonna do? He can't bark at the officials. He certainly can't hit nobody. You know, this ain't football. He ain't allowed to hit nobody. Then Shannon don't have a prayer. It's, it's, it's really going to be fun tonight to watch what happens to his squad. I don't want him to press. I got C.J. Stroud, y'all. I got C.J. Stroud. You understand what I'm saying? That's it. I'm not worried. But, and I got a couple of other surprises there, too. Wait. Wait, hmm. I, I even might let Jennifer Hudson sing. I even might let I, I might oh, let her sing. Might, I mean, I don't want to completely. Yeah. I, I don't want to completely embarrass them. I don't want. I mean, you know, I mean, we got everything. You know what I'm saying? And I got the singer too. I mean, come on, come on now. I mean, please, don't worry about no damn Shannon Sharp. Yeah, sit down, man. Sit down, Black Hulk. Sit down. You know what I'm saying? We ain't worried about it. We ain't worried. About it. <laughs> uh, Seven Eastern on ESPN. I cannot wait for this. This is going to be epic. Are you going to be okay moving around the court, Stephen A? Are you worried like you're not going to be able to get? Well, no, 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 no. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know where I'm going to wear my boot or my ankle brace yet. I have to see how I you're feel. Wait a minute, you're not going to be sitting but down, it doesn't matter. are you? It doesn't, you're not going to be yeah. sitting down, you're are not you? Be no, crutches, I'm not. Are you? I got to stand okay. up. I got to okay. sit down. Yeah, I got to sit. I got. I got to stand up because right. I, I got to work the officials. Hey, real talk. I got to work the officials too. I'm going to try not to get. I'm going to try not to get a technical foul low today. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Real well, talk, Stephen A., did this happen on the new LED court? Did this happen on the LED court? This, no. This, is, uh, this could be the no, court's not. fault. Oh. Oh, never no, mind. Oh, not at all. Wendy. Not at all. Oh, man. Wendy, Looking don't try to say that. Oh, by him. the way. Don't try to say that. By the way, just as an aside, y'all, just as an aside, y'all, <laughs> my man MJ always coming through. Uh, the, 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 the Jordans are arriving for me soon. Today. Today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Today. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm yeah. Take care, he, he, he felt, no, embar- he felt embarrassed for you. That Shannon you had, don't have a chance. He was embarrassed for you that you had Louboutins on on the court. Like, they're like ice skates out there. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, well, Louboutins, are, Louboutins are fantastic sneakers. It's just not something you're supposed to be playing ball exactly. with. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to that. tell you. Know, my, man is taking, my man is taking care of me. My man is taking care of me. It's all right. All's well that ends well. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> you're getting, hey, you're getting a tea tonight. My, I, my money's on you getting it. You're going to get one of the Joey Crawford style, just like that, just like that. You're going to get. You're going you know to they got a bet going, yo fellas. You know they got a bet going that I might get thrown out. I was appalled. I have more discipline and control than that. But they having a, a, a bet that I might get thrown out of tonight's you, game. Stephen A. I don't think know. it's going to be necessary. What are you going to wear to coach? Are you going like suit, suited and booted? Are you going track no, suit? Uh, 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 are you going to uh, have a turtleneck? Uh, my, my like what's the game, look? I, I, I am a Pat Riley admirer. 
Okay. I'm always going to show up in a suit. Now, whether okay. it's going to be a tie or not, I haven't decided, but I'm definitely going to have on a suit on. I'm a Pat Riley admirer. Okay. You understand? So you're going to wear gonna dress shoes. I'm going to make sure I'm styling and profiling. So you're I'm styling dress and profiling sh- always. Dress always. shoes? Dress shoes? No, no, no. I'm definitely going to have on some sneakers. Okay. I mean, I got to I got to I got to I got to guard my foot. My ankle. Okay. But okay. it's not going to stop me from being suited down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Most shots are from the shoulder up, Molly. Nobody knows that better than you, supermodel. You know what? So, Stephen A., I just want you to know I'm going to be taking tedious notes during this game, and I'm going to have lots of questions I know you for will. you and Shannon on Monday. Will. So, like, let's just bring our let's just bring our A game. All right? Let's not let's let Shannon won't be here Monday. Shannon won't be here Monday. Shannon gonna be licking his wounds. Shannon gonna be licking his wounds. Shannon gonna be upset. <laughs> this boy, he Shannon might get thrown out because his team gonna be getting blown out. You understand? What I'm saying Micah Parsons ain't gonna last to the fourth quarter. He gonna get up out of there. Trust me. I got the plan. I got the plan. I can't wait for it. It's gonna be epic. Hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with vivid seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. LeBron to go! No, he's not. Yes, he no, is. No, he's not. Under the new rules where both teams, I love you in my shot. Ooh, okay, my bad. This is a dance-off right now. I think your room service is ready if you want to get that. <laughs> Where the money reside? Where the money reside? That list that is fluid. Fluid. No, no, no. Do it right. Get to the door. Don't come back <laughs> until you get right in the head. Whoa, 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 whoa. They went to that box 12 times. Don't you point at me like that as if you got a case to make. Big bets. Big bets. Come on. <laughs> I would hire Dan Orlovsky to block for a quarterback. I've never seen anybody try to be more protective of quarterbacks in my life. Oh she my shut God. the door, <laughs> ran out, and I had to talk to her. <laughs> a pitiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, daddy, daddy. I love you guys. We love you. Guys. Look at those two clowns. <laughs> she was okay. going to play some boxes. I don't care about that stupid boxes. I'll see you next week. <laughs> Oh, we have too much fun on this show. We really do have a good time.
We do. We do. And in all seriousness, without Stephen Molly, all I'm going to say is video yeah. has emerged of Stephen A. shooting shots last night. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, boy. Whoa, 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 oh, boy. Whoa. Here we go. I heard that we're going to have that in the next block. We're actually working on turning around. Stephen A., I just want to say to you from the bottom of my heart, honestly, I just really appreciate you. And I know you were in Vegas all week. You were doing First Take, the Stephen A. Smith show, doing a lot of things. You turned around. You flew in L.A. You flew back, came to New York. And now you're in Indy. You're doing the celebrity game, obviously doing all that stuff. And being out here playing hurt, you know, after the injury, you versus the court. I just want to say I'm really grateful that you showed up. You had a hospital visit this morning. You rushed. You had your team with you. I mean, it's just, it's a lot. And But you're a gamer, and that's what you do. The light comes on, and you show up. Injured or not, wrong <laughs> shoes or not, you're always a star, you know, and you always deliver. And, and you always deliver. And that's why there's only one Stephen A. Smith. It didn't impede your performance. You were excellent today, your energy, all of it. And you didn't let any of that bog you down. None of it got in your head. The video from Shannon, you know, impressed. Oh, Lord. Let's move on. I don't even know how to respond to that all of that, y'all. I ain't even set myself up for it. Exactly. I ain't messing with Molly. I'm not messing with her, y'all. <laughs> I have some video right now. Essay was there out on the court getting his team warmed up. He was just trying to inspire them, Tim. Let's see Let's how see. inspirational this is. Yeah, I mean, he was there. I, mean, I only saw one shot. I know. Wait a second. Man, that, I, because, that's it. If that's you're going to make that's one because, and walk that's, away. That's, that's, that, that's because, that's because that I missed nice, the other a. 15. I've made a few. I missed. I've made a few. Hey, I listen, missed man. four. It was my same nice. time. Hey, this is my nice first time right shooting there. a basketball in about a year. It's no big deal. Hey, I'm just going to critique no your deal. stroke. You got yeah. a, that's a pretty Could good you? looking stroke, yeah. Stephen A. Yeah. That's a pretty we, good looking listen, shooting motion. I know that. This is this, this basketball, y'all. I don't listen. They can talk about anything else. I know I can hoop. I ain't worried about all that. You know, it's just that the knees are gone. You know, I'll bust up my You know what, guys? And then after that, I need 30 days rest. Do you know what guys get paid who can catch and shoot from the corner and shoot a three mm. like that? Get mm. paid these days? Legs. Yeah, don't remind me, Wimby. Don't remind me, Wimby. Oh, today. there's no doubt about that. I would have a much larger home. <laughs> Wendy, how do you feel about no tonight with Shannon versus Stephen A., the celebrity game? I, I mean, how, how do you see that one playing out tonight? Well... I am rooting for Stephen A's team because I am a Buckeye fan and C.J. Stroud is on that roster. And I want to see C.J. Stroud succeed, except when he plays the Browns in the playoffs. But I know Stephen A has taken this more seriously than than Shannon. And he's also got a former NBA All-Star on his roster, which, you know, I think is a little bit chicanery, but it is what it is. Oh, yeah, you you have met up. You call whatever you want. Listen, listen, listen. When I got a when I got a sack artist, you know, built like the uh, you know built like the damn Hulk. Okay, on the other squad, I had to get reinforcement. That's what I did. You understand what I'm saying? All you got to do, and listen, Micah Parsons ain't going to last a quarter. Just run him up and down the court for for three times. He's going to be gassed. Wow. He hasn't been working out. He's been salty. He's been depressed since the Cowboys lost. And so he's going to get on the court today. He was out there really trying to get his wind. That's what he's trying to work on. You ain't going to get it back in one day. And guess what else I'm going to do? I ordered a few Snickers because I know he's greedy. So I'm just going to slide him to him before the game. <laughs> I got it all planned out. I'm not worried about it at all. He's 
going to. Oh, my goodness. I, I think Meta, Meta and Mike, no, that might be a good matchup. Are you excited Jalen Brown's going to be in the dunk contest? Very That's going to be sick. Because we haven't excited. had a lot of like, so superstars oh. in the dunk contest. So props to him. Props Absolutely. to Jalen for we showing up and doing props it. I'm him. excited. And people are going to want to tune in like just to see that. And obviously, we know his team's got a good shot to win it all. So we appreciate him doing that. It's gonna, I can't Sabrina wait to watch all the fa- Stephen A., I'm going to eat some nachos and be on the couch watching you tonight.